The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm real. Have you been listening to uh, the Morning Extra, Dan? Yeah, of with course. Tug and Rhino. Of course. Those guys are the most honest guys in Metro Atlanta. They're going to tell you the truth about what's going on. Yeah, it's Have nice. you heard about what they're talking about? Well, I, I don't know exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to bring it up. You <laughs> folks need to tune in Monday through Friday, 6 to 9, Tug and Rhino. Flounder's back there, too. So uh, check it out, folks, the morning extra. And we got the talk master here now at uh, Extra 106.3 FM, uh, Neil Bortz. He's joined the team. The Kimmer, Kim Peterson's joined the team. Everybody's coming to Extra 106.3 FM. Why, Dan? Because we're getting the truth here. That's right. The truth. I like it. I like it. That's right. Atlanta's only conservative news talk station and the home of Fox News Radio. Now, getting to our show, as you know, we bring a we bring a different subject matter expert to the show every week. Nothing but the best businesses, businesses that you can count on if you hear from. If you hear them on the All Four Seasons Home Show, you can be assured they're going to be straight, honest businesses. They're going to do the right thing. Right, Dan? That's right. That's how you get on this show. That's right. Or you don't get on the show. And this is no this is no exception. We'd like to welcome back to the show. We had him on here a couple years ago, Mr. Casey Beaver of Roofed Forward. Casey, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We're, we're glad you're here. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for having me back in. It's an honor to be here. Well, what we're sure glad you take time. We know you guys are busy, uh, probably one of the busiest roofers around because you do the right things for the right reasons. Now, uh, for folks who may not be familiar with you or maybe even Roof It Forward, how about a short bio of yourself, how you got in the roofing industry, and the genesis of Roof It Forward, how that came about? All right. So, uh, you know, I got in the roofing business. Lord, I, I'm trying to... I was trying to think of the answer to that when you said it. It's been so dang long ago. It's been about, gosh, 13 years, 14 years ago. And um, it was really just by by knowing the right people and having whatever screws you got to have loose to be good at this business. I didn't realize that I was going to college to be a dude that had a ladder on the back of his truck. Right? But <laughs> it just kind of worked out that way. I mean, we're, we're blessed to kind of have all come together. And the cool thing is we actually do business with a bunch of guys that I've known my whole life. So, our leadership team at our business are, are men that have been doing life together forever. But Roof It Forward kind of came about as kind of it's a play on words of pay it forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, we do just that. And, and I'll elaborate a little bit more on that later on. Yeah, but we really want to hear about a, that for sure. You know, it's 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 a group of men that decided we wanted to do the right thing in an industry where a lot of people are doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And we cost ourselves money every single day having a fight what you guys fight in these industries out here, right. finding who's legit and who's telling the truth, whatever the lane is in, in, in contracting or anything involving uh, home improvements. Right. So, Well, you know, everybody wants to cut corners, right, Dan? You know about that in your industry. Our sponsor, All Four Seasons uh, Garage and Entry Doors, Dan Watkins, who brings this show to you every week. Uh, he's battling the same thing, right, Dan? Yeah, I think Casey had a good point. I mean, I think people, you know, most people aren't 
looking for the one-man shows. They, they know what comes with that, but they like that price, right? So what they're really looking for is a company that's going to stand behind their work. If there is an issue, they're going to handle it. But they don't necessarily want to pay that ripoff price, right? So, so you you got to find that lane with the company that's reputable that isn't looking to take every last dollar out of your pocket, right? And then and make you basically back off your price or something like that just to do business with them. Exactly. And I'll tell you, and we could go down that rabbit hole a long way, but I'll, I'll touch on this because it popped to mind. It's kind of full circle on that. If you can outgrow your quality, but it's according to how you grow. If you're trying to be on every billboard out there and you are very lean because you're having marketing dollars just going out the door, you've got to bring in revenue no matter what to cover those costs. Whereas if you do really good work and you have great reviews and you've got a lot of referrals, you're a, you're a healthy company. You're a lean company. So you can afford to not have to cut corners. You can afford to, to do the, the work you'd have it the way you'd have it done on your own home. It's not just about the business. It's about doing good quality work, being a good quality member of, uh, of the, the working community within your industry. And we, we kind of take a ton of pride in that, that we, we grew the right way. Like we're one of the biggest roofing companies in the Southeast, but most of our business comes off referrals. And that, we're proud of that. That says a ton um, because you can look at our reviews. And we, I think we've got more reviews than about any company out there in our industry. We've got close to 1,000 right now just in the Atlanta market. And we've got like a 4.8 rating. And that's, it's not to like a feather in the cap, so to speak, but we're really proud of that. That's our customers talking about us right there, you know? And like you said, you know, word of mouth, recommended referred business, when you've got, when that's the largest percentage of of your income, that's the sign of a very healthy business, right, Dan? It is. And I know, you know, listen, I'm I'm sure you get some previous customers, but again, probably a little while down the road before that roof gets changed. I know I'm the same way. It, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty big advertiser for my industry but even with that i'm still getting 60 percent of my business is uh from people we've already done work for a referral so mm-hmm. it's crazy you spend this money you got to bring in new customers make customers happy I mean, that was really the point when i started my business i wanted to put money back out in for advertising to create new customers and if you make them happy, right, you're just you're going to expand your business, and now they're happy customers for life, or they're telling their their friends, their families, their na- their neighbors, and that is really what you're looking for, and and that is the difference between really a business that you know is reputable and one that is not is is that they're getting that healthy supply of repeat customers referrals. That's it, and you're again, we don't get repeat customers that often. People probably put garage doors on their home. Only when maybe they move to a new home. Or, or they something. break down. <laughs> and we got the breakdown factor, too. Same thing with a roof. And so you're right. But word of mouth travels. It travels well. And if you do bad work, that travels a whole lot better than if you do good work. So you got to make sure that you're, you know, looking into the contractors that you're going to hire out here. Because if they're good, they're going to have a good reputation. But if they're bad, it's going to be out there on blast for everybody. You, you tell somebody good news, they may tell somebody. You tell somebody some bad news, they're going to tell a lot of people they run across that day. Well, let's break it down, Casey, for our audience's sake here, our listeners. What should they consider when choosing a roofing company? What are the things that they should look for? You know, I, I think it could start with a reputable review source. Um, you know, the, the the world is out there pretty much on display right now uh, with the social media, with every, with all the Internet sites that are out there where you can post reviews. Start with reviews. And when you look through these reviews, uh, I didn't realize this till I was in the, the, the industry, the marketing side of industry. 
you can actually pay to get a ton of reviews. You can pay these companies to make a whole lot of fake reviews and so where it looks like you got a ton of reviews. But if you read through those reviews. Or to, I don't have to cut you up, or get rid of your bad ones. Get rid of your bad ones. You can. And, but if you read through there, you can see which ones are organic. You, you can really read some customer's heart, and the reason that they've done it is because your involvement in their life, that this company's involvement in their life was actually a good thing. So read the reviews. Look for organic, really good reviews. Um, are they local? Um, are their headquarters local? Or at least do they have a really good, established local presence? Um, like a brick-and-mortar building or something, not working out building. of their house or a bay, a storage yes. bay. Yes, absolutely. Are they properly insured, especially in our industry? Um, are they properly insured? And, and, you know, who are they in the marketplace? If they're, if, especially in the roofing industry, we've got such a bad reputation because there's, there, you know, it's a one-day project to replace a roof, but there's pretty good money in that for a one-day project. Comparable painting projects or something like that are going to take a week. So what happens is everybody and their brother jumps on board to be a roofer. Anytime there's a storm that comes through, they might have been a framer last week, and now they're a roofer. And so you've got to really do your homework about who it is that you're hiring. Don't just be sold by some fast-talking guy that, that is promising you the world. Actually do the research on, you know, is this, is this man that seems like a good man working for a company that's actually proven to be a good company? And, and they've been here, like you said. I mean, if they're coming into town, what about the warranties, right? I mean, we, you know, and I know this. I think anybody that's been a homeowner for a while, right? I mean, we've had, you've had leaks. I mean, it, 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 it typically happens, and you want to make sure that company is going to come back out. And fix it, and it, it can happen. Even a good company, right? I mean, you something can be overlooked, and it just takes one little part of that roof for one thing to be overlooked or or, or messed up, and and you need that you need them back out, or you're you're right back in the same yeah, situation. A, a calling a new company, and you're gonna you're gonna pay a lot of money for that repair. No doubt, and in your industry, any industry, the warranty is only as good as the company behind it that's willing to step up to it. And if the company's been local for a long time, and that's where they they plan to be. Um, they're going to have to honor their warranties or that's that word's going to travel pretty fast. But you're right. I mean, all of us, all of us in business, if we do enough volume, we're going to mess up now and then. But it's not about messing up. It's like saying, OK, I messed up. Let me step up and get you taken care of. And by the end of experience, are you still happy that you hired us? Are you still willing to refer us? Are you still our customer? So and I, and, and I just had this uh, really this last week, uh, I, you know, a, a situation like this, right? We just hire somebody. He, he presents himself well. We think he's going to be good. He's got some experience. Second day on the job, he's, you know, just makes this customer so angry. Just, you know, really trying to, he was trying to t- take money out of their pocket, which is not what we do. You know, that extra above and beyond that they didn't need it. And we fired him. But you know what? We got a two-star review in the process. Now we went back out. We made sure the customer was happy. But it can happen, right? I mean, you can hire somebody and make a mistake. Everybody can do it. So how do you respond to that? How do you respond to, you know, when you get a one or a two star review, that's the other part, you know, you were talking about earlier, but, you know, reading how the owner or whoever is responding with that company to some of the reviews also is important to see because if you got a five star, you're you're not telling the truth. (laughs) You're going to have some mistakes in there. But how do you respond to it? Yeah, definitely. When you're doing your research about a company, not just a roofing company, but any company, I say look at the reviews. The first thing that I do organically, I don't know why I do this, but it really makes a lot of sense. I go and look at the negative reviews because I want to see, well, how negative was it? I mean, was this a character issue by this company or was this an oversight? For one thing, if you've been in industry for, uh, you know, any industry where you're serving the public, you're also going to run into those homeowners that it don't matter what you do. Nobody was going to make these people happy. 
They're not happy. They're on a witch hunt, so to speak. Right. Right. And those people are leave reviews, right? But ultimately, the goal is if if you can read through the negative reviews, see what was the issue, and did the company respond and say, "Hey, man, we are trying our best to get you happy." That's or, what matters. Or we this we did this this and this to make you yeah, kind yeah, of paint we, this out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're right. You just you you just can't make uh, you can't make people happy. Well, we're up against a break, gentlemen. But if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and this week we have Casey Beaver from Roofed Ford. And when we come back, we're going to find out from Casey what do you do when you have storm damage. You know, we have a lot of storms here in Atlanta. What do you do? Who do you call? We'll be right back after this break. Don't go away. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and I'm Jim Nearkus. And I want to remind you folks out there, you can stream the station anytime, 24-7, on the Extra 106.3 FM app. We're also simulcast, so we're not only on Extra 106.3 FM, we're also on 1230 AM if you got a stronger signal out there in, in the country and you, you get a better uh, signal with AM, you can also hear us on that. You can also check out our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, right, Dan? That's right. We can uh, go back if you've missed a show or possible shows or really you're looking to do something around the house. Uh, take a look and see who we had on. We might be able to give you some really good tips on selecting a good company. Uh, if you listen to it, even if it's not the company we brought on, you're probably going to make a little better decision with your purchasing and, and your selection of those companies. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And as as every week, we have a. If, if you're just joining us, uh, we have a, another great guest on here. We have Casey Beaver of Roof It Forward. And we're talking about uh, tips and advice on what to look out for when choosing a roof contractor, how to take care of roof, et cetera. So let's get back to it. Um, Casey, what, you know, who do we call? What do we do if we think we have storm damage? Because we certainly have our share of storms here in Atlanta. You know, that's a, um, we get probably that call more than any call. People think that they have storm damage either because they've seen their neighbor doing it or they, they've had some guy come door to door and tell them they have storm damage. Um, and a lot of times, those referrals that we get, they come from insurance agents, where someone's called their insurance agent and said, I need to file a claim. And the insurance agent says, well, well, hold on a second. Has anybody actually looked at your roof to see if covered peril exists? Um, and that's, that's the key on that thing, is that it may not needed, have needed to be an insurance claim. Um, so it may not be storm damage. What it might be is that they've got a spot on their ceiling. And that could be from a number of things. It may not actually be from storm damage. So what you really need to do is start with the roofer. Don't start with an insurance agent uh, call or, or with the insurance claims department. Just start with a competent roofer that, that really knows what is or isn't. Someone who's going to be objective. Someone that's going to be objective and someone that's going to prove to you what's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hear a lot of customers say that another roofer already told them that they had damage. And so I say back to them, well, did, did he show you that you had damage? And what did he consider it? Why did he say this is damage? Because there's, there's an actual definition of damage when it comes to an insurance claim, right? And when it comes to what we're talking about here, storm damage, right? Right, right? So when I say show you what we do, and there's, I've seen other things that work for other companies. What we do is we do everything on video. We go up on the roof and we do a video roof inspection where we basically do a documentary of what is or isn't going on with the roof. So someone may show us a spot on a ceiling. We go on the roof and realize Hey, you don't need a claim. You don't need a whole new roof. This isn't storm damage. You've just got a small repair that needs to happen here. But the reason that we do it on video is because, first off, videos don't lie. 
we come down and we show a homeowner. And if we're suggesting a claim, we're talking through why that needs to be, um, as opposed to just saying, call your insurance company. Let's give it a shot because you got an old roof and needs to be replaced soon. It's, it's not necessarily an insurance claim just because you've got roof leaks. So it starts with a proper inspection, somebody that knows what the heck they're looking at. They can come down and tell you if it's sudden and accidental. That's the definition that insurance companies look for um, when they're going to decide if this is covered peril. Just because you have a leak, it could be from wear and tear. It could be from uh, things just wearing out overall. It could be from debris piled up in the gutters or debris piled up in the, in the valleys. And it may not necessarily be something that's covered by insurance. Yeah, I think the video too, Jim. I mean, yeah. if you're not doing that, I would I would think you might have the wrong company. But this day and age, I mean, you know, when people can't see something, right? I mean, they, they really don't know. They've got to really trust those people. But when you can see the video, you really can get a lot better understanding. So I think that's a great part. Technology well, I've, I've really heard helped. that there's actually guys that'll come out and talk to you about your roof and never get on the roof, but yet they'll tell you what's wrong with your roof. Most, most of them will, and <laughs> most of the roofers will. And that's yeah. we have to battle that every yeah. day in our industry because these guys are actually soaking up market share. Some of the stuff that they're slinging actually sticks. Mm-hmm. And those, you know... <laughs> And it stinks because it drives up all of our insurance costs. Whether the insurance industry wasn't built around everyone going door to door telling, talking people into file insurance claims, right? So it makes it harder for the guys that are out there actually finding covered peril, advising people on whether this is a roof claim versus just do the people just need a roof? I mean, it might just be that they just need to pay for their own roof, and it's not an actual right. insurance claim. Right. But more often than not, more often than not, it's not even a new roof that's needed. It's just a repair. It's some maintenance, and it's overdue maintenance, which is maybe another topic that we talk about here. These people got in the situation that, they, that they're in with the spot on the ceiling because they didn't take care of their roof. We take care of our cars, but the roof's up here baking in the sun, uh, expanding and contracting and hot Georgia sun with the humidity. You've got to actually maintain it. You've got to do some things to maintain it, or you're going to have leaks. Well, let's move on to you know we know we we have to do if we have storm damage, but how about preventative? How about some spring maintenance tips there, Casey? Spring maintenance, and you know this is is something that I would say that you should do probably every quarter. Have somebody get up here and take a look at things. Um, you know, I just mentioned expansion and contraction, baking in the hot Georgia sun. Every penetration on the roof has exposed nail heads on them, and those are supposed to be caulked. Half the builders that, that and half the actual re-roofers even that put these roofs on, they, they don't put the caulking on there. And if they do, that caulking's good for maybe t- three years possibly, and then it, it's dry-rotted, it's baked, um, it will come off, and then all of a sudden you've got exposed nail heads there. And those will leak. It, it's not going to leak to the point where you might see a spot on the ceiling. That's going to let water into the decking start to slowly ride out the decking. You might eventually see a spot on the ceiling. But the other things are, you know, we just came out of the fall and into the winter, and, you know, maybe people got their gutters cleaned out when they saw leaves all over the, the yard. But what they're not considering is every single time that we have one of these big windstorms, it's rattling all the trees around your house. De- sticks and debris and pine straw and, and leaves, everything else is coming down there in those times as well. And it lands on your roof, and then it rains down into the gutters, and because we don't see the yard completely full of leaves, it's not top of mind to clean our gutters. But you got to clean out your gutters, especially springtime. We have so many windstorms. Um, so updating the caulking, keeping the debris cleaned off the roof and out of the gutters, and being proactive. Like be, being proactive with anything involving a home is so much less expensive than being reactive. If you wait till you see in the water spot on the ceiling to call somebody out, chances are you just costed yourself a good bit of money because you could have been, uh, you know, 
proactively just being preventative with caulking, keeping things cleaned off, um, finding leaks before they actually happen, finding you know, uh, things that are going wrong with wear and tear before they actually happen, and staying ahead of those things. It's so much easier to do it that way. Yeah, um, and I know you, you talked about you know some of the things that can happen, but what, what are some of the things that we personally could prevent maybe? I mean, is there anything we can do for ourselves for these roofs? You know, I I wouldn't recommend for homeowners to get on to roofs. Yeah. Uh, you want to keep your eyes peeled. You can see debris in their valleys. You can see debris kind of sticking out of the gutters, and that it's a little bit of a clue that it might be time. But I would say at least once a year, have somebody come out and take a look at it. They're, they're, they're likely going to do it for free. They're up there looking for opportunities to sell you something, of course, right? But doesn't mean you got to buy, but you can definitely get an inspection from someone to tell you, Hey, here's what's going on. These are some things that are coming down the road for you. These are some things you need to be budgeting for for at least the next couple of years. Or it very, very well could be that you do have storm damage on here and you just didn't know it. Um, so th- probably the, the, the most responsible thing is to call an expert. Call somebody that's um, insured to be walking on your roof that is experienced at walking on a roof. And don't for homeowners, don't try to get up there yourself. Um, it's just way cheaper to have hired somebody to do it than it is to pay that deductible and, and possibly maim yourself in some way. So, and, and what about and what about gutters? I know you know. Listen, there's gutter companies or whatever. I mean, is that something you guys deal with? How does that interact with the roof? Maybe talk to me just a, a, a little bit about that. They're directly related, and and any time that we're looking at replacing a roof, we look at the health of the gutter system. A lot of these builders use a five inch gutter. Um, which is okay for maybe a one-story house with a really low-pitched roof and the water runs off that roof really slow. Uh, maybe there's not overhanging surrounding trees. So, you know, these gutters don't get stopped up. So a five-inch gutter is okay. For the roofs, how they build them here in Georgia with these two-story, three-story houses, really steep pitches, um, in wooded settings and things like that, you really need a six-inch gutter. And the builders usually will have used a five-inch. So when we're looking at a roof, we're also evaluating the ability for that roof to shed water down the gutters and away from the home. It's not just about keeping the the, the structure dry. If you don't have gutters that are adequate enough to handle the water or that are getting stopped up so they can't actually rid the water and get it away from the house, that's actually going to back up. And when gutters overflow, they don't overflow the front. They overflow the back. So that spot that you're seeing on the ceiling or on the wall, if it's on an external wall, if it's on an exterior wall, the first thing we look at are the gutters because it's usually going to be something where you don't have a roof leak. You've got a water movement issue. You've got a, a, a stopped up gutter of some kind. So the best time to upgrade the gutters and get them correct, add gutter guards or add bigger gutters is going to be when we're doing the roof replacement. Do you, so you do roof it forward does gutters too. Yeah, we do. Okay. We, we okay. do um, pretty much every kind of roof. We don't just do residential roof. We do the roof on, on your studio here. We do uh, flat roofs and commercial roofs, but we do, uh, apartment complex type of jobs or all the way down to your you know, outbuilding out behind your house. So we do pretty much everything, but we'll do roofing, siding, gutters, gutter guards, attic insulation. Uh, we do some painting, some siding, things like that. Mm-hmm. And what we're really good about is if it's not in our lane and we feel like there's no reason for us to be in the middle of it, we'll just refer you to somebody that uh, that's more suitable for you because uh, we don't want to be involved in something that's really not our expertise. Well, I know, too, you guys get up there, and I've had this experience in the past, too. It's not just laying shingles. I mean, there there is wood rot. There, there, is, there is problems almost always, right, as you get through the years with these, um, with these houses just in general. Once they start getting a little older, things just wear out. And there's certain spots, I would imagine, on that roof, too, where you know maybe around the chimney or different 
areas where you see some some of these problems, and I, I'm sure you guys take care of all that stuff as well. We do, and we're when we do our initial inspection, we're mindful to get that stuff on video for the homeowner. We might be up there and uh, to look at the roof, but we might notice that all the siding on the chimney is rotten, or maybe the chimney cap is completely rusted through, or something like that. So, and it may not even be something we handle. We might see that the the, the brick mortar has voids in it on the chimney or something like that. We're going to capture that on video, bring it down to the homeowner and say, now, look, this isn't really something that we mess with. I can refer you to a guy, but here's what you have going on. Um, your garage door squeaks every time you raise it. I know a guy, right? So <laughs> these kind of things, we're, we're just constantly on the lookout for people to uh, to be a resource for them. We're not trying to be self-serving. We literally, if we if we don't see anything there that they need from us, we still want to be who they call in the future when it is us. That's why we do it on video, because video can't lie, right? And it's so useful for a homeowner. Um, I see all the time a homeowner might say, yeah, I had a roofer look at this thing, and they showed me all these pictures, and I've got hail damage up here. And when I go look at it, what I find is that the roofer found every single blemish that he could on the roof, circled it, and took a picture of that, and and got down and sold this homeowner the fear that, that, that exists of, well, you have hail damage. And it's just, it's not hail damage, right? It's just a blemish on the roof. So when I'm on a video, I get to show them as if I'm up there myself, everything that I'm looking at. And then when I get down, I've got a full story to tell. It's like they're up there with us without them having to take the risk to get up there and walk on the roof. That's why I'd recommend whether it's us or whoever, have people do a video of what they're seeing up there. Don't let them just tell you. Don't let them just show you pictures. You really need a video of what's really going on up there. Now, what's the difference between hail damage and wind damage visually? What, how could you describe that to our audience? So for wind damage, a lot of people just consider that um, a lot of homeowners think that that's just when they're, they're missing shingles. They found a shingle in their backyard or they look up and they're missing tabs. Um, and that is wind damage sometimes, but that's not always the full story. A lot of times when you, we get on these roofs, um, there are other shingles that are creased um, and they lay back down. And from the ground, you can't really see that that's a shingle that's broken, but the insurance company is going to consider that just the same as they consider the shingle that's gone because that's going to flop in the wind and eventually be gone. The other thing is a an entire section of roofing can be lifted up, torn off of its nails, and kind of just set back down. And the only thing holding all that shingle system together is the fact that it's all ad- adhesive. It's actually uh, bonded together, um, you know, th- the way it's designed, but it's not securely on the roof, and that's that's wind damage as well. But there's also a whole other thing where, and a lot of roofers prey on this, where – Maybe the roof was never installed properly to begin with. Maybe they had their shingle guns set too high and they blew the nail head straight through the shingle. Or they didn't hit the nail line on the shingle, so the shingles are sliding out. These kind of things aren't covered by the insurance policy. It, it stinks because do you need a new roof? Yeah, the whole thing was installed incorrectly. But if you have somebody that comes along and tells you it's an insurance issue, you file an insurance claim. When the insurance company comes out there, they're probably not going to pay for it, but they probably are going to tell you either you get a new roof or we're canceling your insurance. Wow, that's scary, Dan. You see wow. the, 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 the advantage of hiring someone who actually knows how the insurance companies think and the rules behind that to look at it first? Because had that same homeowner just did what everybody does and just called their insurance agent and just called and filed a claim without a roofer coming out and saying, hey, man, hold on, we can set you up with some financing. Let's think through this and get this done uh, in a way that will work for you and said their hand could be forced by the insurance company. You know, I had a situation, I'm sure Jim's probably heard this one a few times over the years, but I had a situation too where I thought I had some hail damage and um, I actually, I, I knew I knew a roofer, right? Like I knew somebody that knew, you know, 
that could do could do the roof. So I had him go, and he was he was out of town. He had set up an appointment with the insurance company to come out, and then he was out of town, so he he had canceled it. Well, the guy came out anyway, so I let the guy come out, not thinking anything about it. He comes out, basically tells me, you know, I found a little bit here and there, whatever, which was basically going to be about the same amount they were going to cover as what my deductible is. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have made any any sense. Well, he came back. He's like, you never go out there with that insurance agent unless you've got your roofer out there, too, or the roofer's been out there first and has a relationship maybe with the insurance agent. So, anyway, it cost me a second deductible to make them come out again with the roofer. So, I always think in in this situation, too, just from the experience I've had, you know, have have somebody come out again. If you can see the video, um, have, a, have a roofing company come out first and, 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 and make sure, obviously, there's a damage because, again— Sometimes it just doesn't make sense, right? You got a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred dollars in damage. Well, you got a thousand dollar deductible. It doesn't make any sense. Your insurance is just going to go up if you, you know, and, and they're going to pay two hundred fifty, five hundred dollars for you. You're going to have somebody come out and get that fixed. It might be seven hundred fifty bucks. Who knows what the problem is? But I would hand, I would handle it that way, absolutely, as opposed to just calling the insurance agent. It's a great point. It's a great point. If if I'm, everybody does this a different way. Everybody knows a roofer. Everybody knows one. And usually they're pretty good at marketing, and they, they look they're pretty clean-cut guys, well-spoken guys. They're easy to trust. But there's really a difference. There's a huge difference between a sales rep and a roofer. Huge difference. And in our industry, it, it really shines on that difference. For instance, myself, I have all the same certifications of every insurance adjuster out there. Um, they're programs that they use to actually write the estimates called Xactimate. I'm a trainer level at, on that program. So I know what the insurance adjusters know, and I've been doing it for Gosh, I don't even, 13 years now, something like that. But there's other, there's a lot of competent men out there that really know what they're doing, but more so, more so there's a bunch of people that are just trying to get people to file a claim. Either way, even if you get caught up with one of those guys, that ha- the reality is you're correct. They call these guys adjusters for a reason. They don't adjust up, all right? <laughs> their, their job is to minimize the loss for the company, but stay within the contract that is your insurance policy and they're good men. I've got a lot of friends that are adjusters, and they, they're doing their job out there, and a lot of them are, are, most of them, most of them are calling it honest. But if you have a roofer out there that knows what this guy knows, first off, if he's been in the market for a while, he's probably going to know that adjuster. They have a friendship. They have a working relationship. Like when I see an adjuster, he automatically knows that this, is, this roof has been properly inspected by somebody that knows what the heck they're talking about. So at least he's not coming up there saying, great, another one of these door-to-door guys they ain't even got on the roof. They don't know what the heck they're talking about. And they got that negative loaded connotation about roofers that, it, that really is fact. But when they pull up and they see a competent company that they know has actually done a video on this and that the homeowner filed a claim because they saw a video that showed them covered peril, all of a sudden that game changes a little bit. And the adjusters, they they, they kind of open up a bit and they they're – they understanding that they're talking to somebody who speaks their language, and it goes a long way. Well, the other thing, I'm pretty hard on, on insurance <laughs> in general across the board. I feel like I've been taken advantage of plenty of times over the years, but recently what, I, you know, what I'm really seeing with my own business is, and you talked about it earlier, is how everybody's rates are coming up, and this is not an accident. Every time one of my guys gets in an accident, a little fender bender, anything with my name on it, I get sued. What happens? Insurance company settles, gives somebody two, three, four thousand dollars to go away. Everybody's insurance goes up. Just had another situation where somebody backed into one of my trucks, right at, at night, um, like a DoorDash person. We've got that. They got the video going out 
uh, of the, the guy's license plate won't give it to us. The policeman said, ah, it's no big deal. Insurance will handle it, right? So that's everybody's idea. Insurance will handle it. It's 4000 Well, what happens to me? I'm going to pay $1,000 of that $4,000 repair, right? The other 3000 if I make that claim, it hits me against my insurance. My rates go up, right? Everybody's rates are going up because of this kind of stuff. And it doesn't matter if you're on the roof or it's a car or whatever the situation is. I think a little bit of honesty goes a long way these days. And we really, you know, I think if, if, if everybody had a little more honesty with this well, stuff, we're the most, it, it's not like it doesn't affect yeah. anybody, right? We're, we're it the, does. We're the most litigious country on the planet. That's all they, we do all the time is sue each other. It's ridiculous. But it, it, at the end, it just affects everybody. I mean, it really does. I mean, if people could have a little more, uh, you know, honesty and goodwill, I think uh, it would be good for our whole country. I agree with that completely. I mean, we, we made a decision a long time ago that if nothing else, we were gonna we were gonna do things with integrity and honesty, and and it has costed us money pretty much at every turn. So for our men, for our people that we hire, we have this motto: we say we're gonna hire people that we trust first, and we can teach them the rest. Um, we're going to hire good people, good humans first, and hope that the rest of it is trainable. Um, and it we, is. We get usually. that wrong sometimes, but, you know, ultimately, we, we try to trim the fat. And most good companies will do that. Like you mentioned it earlier. I mean, when you realize a guy is just not part of the culture that you're wanting to put out to market, regardless of how good he can sell, regardless of the fact that he can bring in business. If he interviewed well with you, he's going to interview well sitting in front of your homeowner. He's probably going to be a good sales rep. But is he going to be representing who you want to be in the marketplace. And I tell you, with roofers, we battle that all the time in our industry, all the time. Bunch of fast-talking guys. And, you know, we just – we cost ourselves money by doing it the right way, being completely honest and trying to shoot people straight. And when we recognize that there's one of ours that aren't doing that, we, we try to get rid of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge, huge thing. When We've gone through a whole culture – kind of rebuild so to speak and reset call it whatever you want in the last year and it's just what a difference though all the things you're talking about doing the right things for the right reasons they actually do come back to you they do cost you money early on but i think it comes back later because just when we talked about those referrals those previous customers if you can do things the right way you got to bring people in you've got to hold them accountable they've got to they've got to live your culture they got to live your values <laughs> And if you do that, you can have a successful company. But it takes work, and it takes a little foresight into the future. Truth. That is truth. Well, you know, um, we talk about the storms. People get nervous when there's storms. And the storm chasers come in, and sometimes there's knee-jerk reactions, right? People make a bad decision because they're scared. And they react, and they go ahead and do business with this guy and knock on the door and says, hey, I'm down the street with your neighbors, and I give you a great deal, right, while we're here. What do you think about that? You know, it's, door knockers are not the problem. Our mm -hmm. company wants to go out there and knock doors. Mm -hmm. Our guys are hungry. They want to make right. money. Right. We want to soak up market share. Right. Um, when a storm comes through, it people have a need, and they may not right. realize that need. When a storm comes through and it's either wind or hail damage, there's, there's really not a whole lot wrong with the companies going out there and saying, hey, there might be something wrong with your roof. Where it gets sideways and where people miss it, is when people say that, and then they don't even get on the roof to inspect it. Well, I'm talking about people from out of town, out of oh. state. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, from out of town. Chasers. Yeah. yeah, okay. I didn't yeah, hear the yeah, storm chaser yeah, part, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, you're correct. When yeah. 
when a big enough storm comes through, yeah. they come from every yeah. surrounding state. Right. Well, they, I want to get back on that. I see we're getting a signal here for a break. But you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus. And this week we got Casey Beefer from Roofit Forward. We're going to be right back with Casey, and we're going to find out what Roofit Forward's all about that name and what they do in the community. So don't get away. I think you'll be impressed. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and it's been a great show. If you're just joining us, we're here with Casey Beaver from Roofit Forward, a fantastic company with a great reputation. He's been giving us a lot of good free tips and advice on, on how to make a good consumer decision, how to save money and not get ripped off. But, you know, you guys have gotten some pretty impressive awards and certifications here. I'd like you to talk about at least, at least one of them. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. We we actually are really, really proud of this. This has been, um, you know, what, 15 years in the making here. Um, there is a, a – in the roofing industry, there's a conference, uh, the Owens Corning Conference. It goes down every year. Um, the top roofers from all over the country come to this one big conference, and they give out awards, um, regional awards, national awards, things like this. And we were actually awarded the MVP for the Southeast region. There's there's over a 1,000 roofing companies that were considered for this award um, in the Southeast, and we won it. Like, Wait a minute. The Stop the music, Dan. These guys were the number one roofer in the Southeast. Not even I knew we had a great roofer on the show, but I had no idea you guys got that. Repeat that again for the audience because that's, that's impressive. <laughs> we are the reigning Owens Corning MVP of the wow. Southeast region. And you can't buy your way into that. Congratulations. That's awesome. sell your way into that. That's, that is literally um, our distributors who have relationships with all the roofers out there. They see what you do. They see how lean you run your business, how healthy are you in business, the volume that you're growing. They look at your, your philanthropy. They look at everything. Um, and then they, they vote on it internally. We won that thing. We're proud well, of it. Well, that's another thing I know you're proud of, too, is the charity work you do. So, And you just brought that up. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. It's uh, We're called Roof It Forward for a reason. Um, it's a play on words, pay it forward, right? Um, we... Um, we have a heart for childhood cancer. That's that's where our heart is. That's where we felt like we were led to make a difference. Uh, God put it on our heart early on in business, and we have grabbed it and ran with it. Um, but basically what it is is we give a percentage of every dollar that comes into the door out to organizations that serve childhood cancer. Um, our main beneficiary is Camp Sunshine, which uh, they're, they're a beautiful organization, mycampsunshine.com if you want to check them out. Every single thing that they do for, for the kids and for these families is completely free. It's completely free. And it started out as just being summer camps, you know, 30-something years ago. But now it's literally seven days a week, um, all year round, they're doing something. That, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs uh, were very involved in these guys uh, in, in Camp Sunshine. Um, Spasadale's really involved. Lots of, lots of companies go over there, and they, they just love on these kids. They love on these families. And that's where our heart is. Roof it forward means a ton to us. So when, this is such a cheesy thing to say. It's almost like a line, but this is true. When people hire us. When people hire us, their money goes further than just getting a roof. We, we do something positive with that, and it's not something we can do if we can afford to do it. It's the first bill that we pay. It's a commitment that we've made, um, and it's not just a commitment of dollars. We actually volunteer our time. Our guys volunteer and, and go and help these guys get their buses loaded and things like that when they're going off to camp, help these kids out, and it, it feels good. It feels good. Um, we're doing something that matters. Wow. And, and you wow. know what? When you do that, right, God blesses you back. That's why you guys are doing Absolutely. so great. So listen, another thing that we talked about just at the break was 
you talked about our show being a resource for people, and, and you said your website's a resource as well. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we have actually just um, – we've realized that, especially in our upper brass, we've got some irreplaceable knowledge. We've got years and years of experience. We've got a ton of trial and error. We've been in a bunch of scenarios. We've learned a ton collectively. Um, with being one of the biggest roofing companies in the southeast, we've actually attracted – top-tier talent as well. So we have a ton of knowledge. So we thought we need to make our website be a place where the market can go and learn. They can go and soak things up. So roofitforward.com is our, our website, but consumers can go there and learn an overkill of anything they would like to learn for roofing-related issues, um, questions about claims, questions about different types of roofs, the advantages and disadvantages of different types of roofs. What do you do and what do you not do? What do you consider and not consider? There's blogs on there. There's links on there. It's very, very rich, and it's growing. It's, it's live. It's something that um, as we find more valuable tools, more valuable resources, we're going to put them on there. Speaking of Owens Corning, one of the things kind of involved in our website is we've got an app there where that helps people choose their shingle color. So it's integrated into our website where you can go in there and actually view your home with the different shingle colors on it. So it kind of... It makes it a one-stop shop to go in there and get everything that you ever wanted to know about putting a new roof on your home answered before maybe you ever talk to a sales rep. Maybe a lot of people just like to dig in on their own and before they ever talk to a, a company representative. Well, you know, Dan, I'm, I'm listening to this show, and it's been interesting because um, Roof It Forward, you know, they, they give back the community financially to charities. They give their time and volunteer. They give information they don't have to give without asking for an appointment or anything. They just give and give and give, and it's quite refreshing and very impressive. It is, and like I said, I mean, that's, you know, you give you give enough, you you get back, right? I mean, that's kind of how life works. If you're if you're just willing to, to give people, help people out in life, I really believe that uh, God gives, gives you so much back when you, when you have a, you know, when your heart is pure. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that, and if... If nothing else, the placebo effect of your your employees feeling like they're invested in something that matters, um, it really means a lot. Internally, it means a lot. Our, our guys are doing what they do for more than just a paycheck. Um, what we do matters, and when we get when we get to the opportunity to go to Camp Sunshine and actually be around those families, and you get to see kids that um, you know maybe at school they're they're not in, included because they don't have any hair or they're in a wheelchair or maybe they've got eye patches or whatever. Um, but here at camp, they're just like everybody else. And you get to start to see that, like, all right, that, that grind that I put in last week where I was so stressed, all of a sudden I look at this, what this family has to go through over here, and I realize, man, I don't have stress. I don't, I don't <laughs> have anything right, to worry Dan. about. That's right, Dan. true? I don't have anything to worry yeah, about. Yeah. I am beyond blessed. So it, it actually puts you in this humanity check when you realize that the, the work that we're doing is going to make that possible for that family to have that kind yeah. of – just stress relief, just for that day, maybe just for that weekend, maybe just for that week. Right. But they, they get to breathe a little, yeah. and it's really a nice thing to be a part of. Absolutely. Well, Dan, you were mentioned uh, changing gears here because we're running out of time. You had a question about the different kinds of shingles, didn't you? Yeah, we... make it really quick because I think we only got a couple minutes here. But uh, when you're selecting your shingles, the architectural design, what, what, what is the difference between that and kind of your just so standard shingles? Most of the time, a, uh, a standard roof is going to have what we call a three-tab shingle on it. It's a, just a rectangular tab, flat dimension shingle. Um, they're usually a 25-year. A lot of times the builder grades are, are rated for a 20-year shingle. Um, 
But what we recommend going back with is going to be an, what they call an architectural shingle. Okay, and these are it's a lot more significant of a product for one thing. Um, whereas a three tab shingle is only rated for maybe 60, 70 mile per hour of wind. An architectural shingle is going to be rated for 130, 140 mile per hour of wind. Um, whereas three tab shingles probably going to be damaged by about quarter size hail. It's going to take, you know, ping pong to golf ball size hail to damage an architectural shingle. So they cost a little bit more. Sure. Our margins are the same on them either way. So we don't really care which one that you do business wise, but we're always going to recommend the architectural shingle because for the money, it's the better buy. Well, great. We're out of time here, but I know you had a, you had an offer you wanted to make to the all four seasons home show audience. What was that Casey Beaver? So we want to just be proactive with our homes, right? I want to offer to come out and do a completely free video roof analysis on the roof. It's, it's basically a video documentary of what's going on on your roof. You may have nothing going on on your roof, but by the time that we're done, you'll know that. We're going to email a secure YouTube link over to you with that uh, video roof inspection. So you and your loved ones or whoever you want to consider. And no obligation, no strings attached. It's completely free. It's completely free. What do you free. think, Dan? Sounds great, Jim. Very good. Well, listen, how do folks get in contact with Roof It Forward? So you can look us up at roofitforward.com, and we've got a contact us page there where you can reach us there, or you can call us, 770-675-7650, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'll help you any way we can. Well, thank you, Casey Beaver, Roof It Forward, another great company, Dan. Dan, thank you for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show, All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Dan, thank you. You folks have a great week, and join us next week, Saturday morning at 9, every week, with another great company and more advice. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.